from WUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm your host, Taylor Burnett. And this week on The Outlet, the Athens City School District has a new diversity plan after concerning incidents at Athens High School last year. We had a couple of uh, race-related incidents that um, we just had some concern about and wanted to try to, to make some headway. NWUB's lead forecaster Aaron Ashley gives us the deets about the snow coming up this weekend. Now this weekend, the weather is not going to be our friend. These stories and more, right here on The Outlet. The Athens City School District announced its diversity plan after an incident concerning racism happened at Athens High School last year and sparked an investigation on how to ensure equity and inclusion on their campuses. Curtis Fader goes in depth on their projects. Athens City Schools is a predominantly white school district, with 86% of its student body falling under that description. After years of racial microaggressions slipping through the cracks, altercations at Athens High School this past year brought school administrators like Superintendent Tom Gibbs to action. We had a couple of uh, race-related incidents that um, we just had some concern about and wanted to try to to make some headway um, in regards to uh, improving um, how we how we respond to and how we can be more um, proactive as opposed to reactive in situations of that nature. Local DJ Brandon Thompson is an Athens alum who played on the Bulldogs basketball team and has experienced the uneasiness of being black in a predominantly white school. But I didn't really realize that um, uh, the people that I was growing up with were not aware of the things that were happening to me uh, because I didn't I didn't really speak about them very much. You know they're or racist things happen in sports and at school and outside of school and things like that. And I you know, didn't really bring it up unless I had to. And After the conclusion of the equity audit conducted by Dr. Crystalline Turney, the administration chose to utilize three pillars to ensure diversity and inclusion that will be phased in by summer 2023. The first pillar is the curriculum, where the school district will enlist a third-party agency to perform a review to help teach more culturally responsive material. In addition, the school will review the number of students of color and students in poverty that are in advanced courses and then establish a process to help increase those numbers. The second pillar is staff engagement. Teachers and administrators will undergo diversity, equity, and inclusion training throughout the school year and will also be expected to reflect on their cultural responsiveness during regular observations and self-evaluations. In addition, human resources will revise interview questions for potential candidates to address questions about diversity, equity, and inclusion and will look to identify and implement ways to recruit and retain teachers of color. The third pillar is student engagement, where Athens students will be encouraged to participate in multicultural fairs and events, along with diversity-focused school organizations. One diversity-focused organization is the Anti-Racism Book Club that focuses on race-related literature and current event articles. The club is run by Brandon Thompson, and he helps pay for the books and other expenses by holding events to fundraise on the organization's behalf. When asked about why he chose to speak out on those issues, Thompson wished to raise awareness and create a space to have open and honest conversations about race. All people of color have to, like, fit whatever mold we're in. You know, society is, is dominated by white people. And I'm not even saying it's negative. It's just it is created by white people. They hold all the positions of power. And so we have to enter that. And, and white people, I don't think, understand what that's like because you don't have to. You know? 
On top of the three pillars, the school district is planning to build new school buildings, including Athens High School. New features such as general neutral bathrooms and revamped locker rooms are in the blueprint for the new facilities, with Tom Gibbs maintaining that diversity and equity will be included in the planning of how the new schools will be built. It's not about making one person feel more comfortable over the, the rights or feelings of another student, but it's how do you, how do you plan for facilities related to athletics knowing that this building is going to be there for 50 to 100 years and knowing the trajectory of, of change that we're on, which, which I really believe strongly is positive change, um, but then planning for that so that all students can feel uh, safe and comfortable um, in those environments. Reporting for The Outlet, I'm Curtis Fader. Joe Burrow's impact in Athens County is being felt long after his departure to play for teams far from home. However, as he returns back to Ohio to play his second season with the Bengals, donations are once again pouring into the Athens County Food Pantry, this time from Bengals fans. Lexi Lepoff reports more of the sports support phenomenon. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow's winning season means big bucks for local charities here in Southeast Ohio. Fans on Twitter have been rallying together during the season to donate to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. Money really started coming in with the first playoff game in a donation of $31 for the 31 years since the Bengals had a postseason victory. The relief fund benefits the Athens County Food Pantry and Foundation for Appalachian Ohio. President of the Athens County Food Pantry, Karen Bright, says Burrow's NFL success continues to benefit and amplify the pantry's mission. It's really amazing and because of that we want to thank everybody who supports what we do and we want to support everybody and, and thank everybody who supports Joe in what he has done not only for this area but for the entire state of Ohio. I mean he's really put put this state on the map. For the outlet I'm Lexi Lepoff. Ohio University celebrated the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on this past Saturday, after a week delay because of snow. WOUB's Fallon Howard was there. Ohio University celebrated the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on this past Saturday with a silent march sponsored by Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and a brunch. The attendees walked in unison as they marched from Galebrook Chapel through College Green to Baker Center at Ohio University. President of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Jay Sean Williams, made a tribute to all the essential workers impacted by COVID by doing a balloon release. To essential workers and honoring anybody else that has lost their life due to COVID or suffered during the pandemic, we release them. The brunch featured a to-go box brunch service to limit the capacity due to COVID. Performances from OU organizations and special keynote speaker Patricia Russell McLeod Esquire. And at the end of the brunch, all students received a copy of her signed book titled My Journal, Myself, Inside and Out. Keynote speaker Patricia Russell McLeod Esquire says having a plan behind a dream is the key to engage in the possible. Patricia Russell McLeod Esquire referenced a quote by Langston Hughes during her speech with the question, what happens to a dream deferred? She wants students to know, focus on the possible, don't rehearse yesterday, build tomorrow. 
keynote speaker Patricia Russell McLeod Esquire has received many honors, including being presented more than 300 keys to American cities. She has served as the 11th National President of the Lynx, Incorporated, and the National Parliamentarian to the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, Incorporated. She has been named as one of the top five business motivators in the country by Black Enterprise Magazine, identified as one of the top 10 speakers in America, Success, Run, in Our Race, featured in Essence Magazine and Ebony Magazine as one of the most influential people in the United States, 2017 inductee, HBCU Hall of Fame, Lifetime Achievement, and featured as the cover story of Speaker Magazine, National Speakers Association in 2007. Patricia Russell McLeod Esquire references her book, A is for Attitude, an Alphabet for Living. She wants students to know to learn to change your attitude as it's one of your greatest assets. President of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Jay Sean Williams says, thinking of ways to change the world positively is what will have a lasting impact. Ohio University will continue the annual MLK Silent March and Brunch in honor of the life and legacy that Dr. King had on society. This year's theme was unity, community, and opportunity. This weekend, the weather is not going to be our friend. We are talking single-digit overnight temperatures. In fact, some of our areas will see temperatures dipping close to zero degrees. This means that all of the snow that you see on the ground will likely stay for a while and it will increase a bit as we head into the weekend. We are predicting some snow into Friday that can accumulate to two inches. This will make the roads slippery, so make sure to avoid the roads if you can. Stay warm by wearing gloves, a hat, a scarf, and just anything you need to ensure that you stay warm in these conditions because, again, it will be a true wintry start to the weekend. If you're looking for daily weather updates, you can certainly follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore WUV. But also, Erin has a Twitter where you can get more in-depth analysis of weather happenings going on in the region. You can follow her at Erin Ashley dash WX, that is E-R-I-N-A-S-H-L-E-Y dash WX. You can also catch her on WUV's Newswatch on Mondays and Wednesdays on Channel 20.1. An amendment that looks to end discrimination in the hiring process was discussed at this week's Athens City Council, and City Council Beat reporter Nick Veland has more on the topic. A missing piece in city code, and Athens City Council member Michael McCary looks to make hair discrimination unlawful. This will amend city code that already outlines discrimination in the hiring process, and after it rides through council over the coming weeks, it will look to be put in place. Athens Mayor Steve Patterson brought up the fact that a lot more can be added in order to make the language more up-to-date, which could include more gender-neutral language and city code. And with that, McCary hopes that this could even bring a bigger impact outside of the city. At this point, up to smaller localities to introduce such protections with the hope that we'll see, at least in my hope, we'll see Athens County adopt, uh, or other cities and municipalities in Athens County adopt similar legislation and eventually statewide. The council looks to move forward with this ordinance's first official reading next Monday. For The Outlet, I'm Nick Veland. We've heard a lot about a certain virus the past two years, but have you heard about the one that could affect your long-eared furry friends? 
Andre Norrells has more on the virus spreading through the rabbit populations and the shot that can help. The RHDV2 vaccine producer MedGene received emergency use authorization approval from the USDA for the two-dose vaccine. That vaccine will be available in Athens next month. There is a clinic coming up if you would like to get your rabbit vaccinated. This clinic will administer the first dose of the vaccine Saturday, February 12th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. and the second dose Friday, March 4th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Ohio Valley Animal Clinic will host these clinics, but if you're interested, you will have to contact River Road Rabbit Rescue at 740-517-3486 or email athensrabbits at gmail.com. Andre Neurals for the outlet. That's all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us. The Outlet is produced each week by me, Taylor Burnett. We're edited by Atish Baidia, Aaron Payne, and David Forster. Adam Rich is our technical assistant. And our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at wub.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore wub and Instagram at wub underscore outlet. We'll be back next week with more stories from Southeast Ohio. 